Good evening, good night, whatever time you decide to listen to this podcast, we appreciate it. Uh, uh, how y'all feel? Y'all good? Take a good, temperature man. check real quick, man. How y'all feeling, man? Maintaining. Maintaining? We got to start us off right, bro. What's happening? Is it, is you it? know, do you do what you're going to do. Come on, Come on, man. Come on, All right, my bad. It's been, we took a break. I totally you're forgot how to. Y'all already know how it's going. All right, let me start us off right. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left, Hex. To my right, KG from DC. In the middle, Herb Nizzle. And off in the cut, my man, Jay to the motherfucking all. We got the love in the house, man. Got love in the building. Um, so yeah. Um, how y'all feeling? First of all, I want to take a temperature check, a mental check of of my brothers. How y'all feeling, man? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> you feel we talking. We talking in general. We talking about. You know, we just reviewed this movie. What are we doing? Well, well, in general, well, first. Well, in general, yeah, right first. in general. Yeah. Like I said, maintain another another week. Irv, I'm glad. To, hey, I missed us last week, bro. I did, you know man. I, I did. I'm, I'm glad to be here and have a chance to extrapolate on what's what's happening right now. Yes. Um. I loved having the time with my wife. That was great. Yeah. V-Day. But let Valentine's me tell Day. you, um, every time we skip a week, I feel like I skip therapy. Mm. And that's not mm. fair to y'all. Like, that just is what it is for me, where I am right now. I haven't found my therapist. I'm going. I'm still trying to find one. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, yeah, like, this is my, this is my get right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do this with the understanding that I am here trying to get me right. While my friends get a chance to participate in it, yeah, my um, so we did skip the week, and uh, you know, I did have the uh, I had the podcast itch, like it was time to be in here. I was just sitting looking angry. I'm, right, right. Wife, what's wrong with you? I'm like, ah, nothing. I love you, shut up. Happy Valentine's shut up. Um, but yeah, I uh, the uh, the the. All of us, yeah. The 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 way that I'm able to, uh, I guess, look at this podcast is a way to talk to the people. Right. In yeah. my mind, I get to give my thoughts, my expressions, and give some kind of different perspective to the people. So it's a week I can't do that. It feel like a week, like I called out a job that I love. Yeah. Because I don't love my job. I mean, I'm glad. I have no, I enjoy having the check. Imagine like a job, a job that you love that Correct. you want to do your entire life, and then you can't do it like for a week. Exactly. That's that's what it feels like. But I did enjoy being able to spend time with the family. I'm not going. I'm not going front. Um. So yeah. Uh. 
We are back, and okay, so now, Hex, mm-hmm. uh, we will get into the, uh, the subject of the first segment. Right. Uh, last week, we got into uh, American Skin, which was a dope movie. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week, we're doing another film review. I arrived on the day that Fred Hampton died. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> if you didn't, if you couldn't tell by my partner's lovely intro, uh, we looked at Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh First of all, let's give it a let's give it a rating. We did that last week. We'll do it this week. Uh, Hex out of ten rating. Eight. Eight. Okay. Er. I'll give it an eight. I got nine point five. I'm with KG. I'm with KG. I give it a nine point five. Uh, Hex. Why eight? Good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, great film. Great film. Um. Didn't it didn't hit me? It hit me in different ways, you know. I'm getting so uh, as how you want to choose how you're analyzing how you feel about it is a combination of was it a good movie to begin with? Yes, and then what was it about and how that's that impacts you is is a whole nother game, you know. So you there's a message behind it for those who could hear that message. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that's what you know. I'll give it a ten on message. Uh, but again, just across the board, just you know, acting everything all together, I'm giving yeah. it an eight because again, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, it was it wasn't wasn't anything to criticize, but but I wasn't overwhelmed by the mm-hmm. by the acting, mm-hmm. so I'm not going front, and you know, because of the the theme being what it was to make it seem like the the, the talent and the mm-hmm. perception, and it was so much it was great because we can you know I can big it up all day, yeah, but that's where it is, you know, so yeah. you know, no, no shame in that eight in that eight, yeah, or. I, I thought it was a good movie. I, I just, you know, it's it's a movie that they took liberties with instead of being able to tell the true story, uh, which I, which I would have thought would have been a really dope thing, especially now if it would have been more of a straight up documentary, autobiographical, yeah. autobiographical type of account, yeah. as opposed to taking some liberties with the story. But all in all, it was a good flick for me. So. Because uh, I I knew I was next, so I just started talking. Um, <laughs> well, go so on. This. Got rhythm, so the thing <laughs> the thing is is that I think part of the disappointment, and I can't even speak for y'all because y'all are great speakers, and you will speak for yourself. But the thing is, it's not a Fred Hampton story, and that's why I think that it falls short for other people. Like I think people wanted to have the Fred Hampton story. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, it's, and I don't want to muddle it and put it into a box of, it's a snitch story, but it really is about the guy who destroyed knowingly it. or yeah. unknowingly destroyed Fred Hampton mm-hmm. and therefore the Chicago chapter of the Black Panthers. Yeah. And the heart that goes into it for me and I I'm sitting here with Easy when we're watching it and we're talking a little bit back and forth I'm trying to shut the fuck up because I want to talk <laughs> through the whole goddamn thing I want to talk through the whole goddamn thing and talk about like what was real what wasn't and what was accurate and what was exaggerated or under exaggerated yeah um and I think that's where the eights come from. And it's not because no nobody here didn't like it. 
Right, 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 right. I, yeah. Everyone right. felt it. Mm-hmm. And it all adjusted all of our attitudes. Mm-hmm. And for me, once you get to adjusting my attitude, you already get the eight. And then when I get to what Lakeith did, yeah, he was and there. like somebody asked him, uh, fuck Alexa. Anyway, um, somebody got to uh, actually interview him and they were saying, uh, it was Van Lathan, actually. And he was saying, yo, um, how are you doing? Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. Because this had to take something out of you. And he was like, yo, I'm glad you asked because I've been in therapy about this. Like having to get this out of me because he didn't even feel good about playing this dude that he had such a bad taste in his mouth about in his own life. You know what I'm saying? And that's just. That's hard, man. <laughs> like yeah. I, when you have to actually look at people as people, right? And not as oh, I did an acting job and I was great. You had to live this. You had to walk this. Mm-hmm. That's got to be hard for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, the rating that I gave it, the nine point five, um, it it's not really it's not fair. Uh, I would have given it a ten uh, for me, just personally. For me, I would have gave it a 10. I understood that there were some exaggerations, but I understood that the format that they did it in for a movie uh, required that. If they would have done it like a biopic or, you know, like a documentary, then they could have stayed a little bit closer to uh, the actual 100% truth. But because the format that they made it in, I kind of gave it leeway. I understood that. You got two hours. Yeah. The minus on it for me was the fact that I felt like, and again, it's not fair. The the story about it that they were uh, that they were contrasting between Fred Hampton and uh, Bill O'Neill, Bill O'Neill. Yeah. as far as discipline about as far as putting something above yourself, and I feel like when watching that, I feel like there's a select few that's going to get that, and again, it's not fair, no, but I feel like there's a select few that's going to get that and understand that, but they already know that, and the ones who are seeing it who need to understand about the way to be a man is to put something bigger than yourself and be willing to die for something mm-hmm. so you can live for it, they're not going to get that. They're just going to be like, damn, that's fucked up how they did him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. But I don't feel like they're going to get that. Um, so. And I want to yeah. add one thing because I wanted to say this at the, at the part of mine, but I got distracted. Um, the reason why it's a 9.5 for me and not a 10 is because I've seen Malcolm X and that's not fair to this movie but I've seen Malcolm X and I saw what Denzel being Denzel did with that Mm, and to me that's and I know that it's not perfect but to me it is right that's not fair to (laughs) that's not fair to Fred Hampton when our first Fred Hampton movie isn't a Fred Hampton movie Mm -hmm. it's about somebody else yeah and but I get to see this man that was like a ghost story when I was a kid and my parents told me the story of Fred Hampton and it's hurtful to know it 
it's more hurtful to watch it. it see, all right, this is where we differ. Okay. This is where we differ. It, <clears throat> there was a element of, uh, there was an element of hurt and pain for me watching this, seeing what they put this man through and what they ultimately did to him for no adequate reason. This nigga got a two to five for stealing ice cream, ice cream. that he didn't steal. See, that's what like, I see. Yeah, for like, me, that's 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 what I loved about it. I, I love the. I, I, I am desperate for them to continue to show who we really are, who the police are, how they do behave, how they have behaved. Personally, if you ask me, my, <laughs> coming from the head of Come the FBI, and Come coming on. from the head of the FBI, we ain't even talking about you just know cops. We we just we are not it. We are we in a terrible situation, son. When the people who are in positions of supposedly protecting the country, protecting the, the Constitution, protecting the people, they do just the opposite, and it is clearly known and ignored. Yeah. And so it's a sad situation. It's a sad. It's a sad day. The scene. The but scene. But I love it because we need that reality shown, so you can see this is how they behave. This is what the FBI was doing, and this is what they will still do. The scene where they were in the office, and he talked to was Mitchell, Rory Mitchell. Mm, I think right. when they talked to him, and they were having the conversations about what they were going to do and what was going on and all that. And then he paused it for a second. And the director looked at Mitchell and he was like, how's your kids? Mm -hmm. How's your daughter? Warm them up. How you going to do mm -hmm. when your daughter brings a Negro home? That right there was it. That little split was with part was, is what they fear and what 99% of these motherfuckers feel, mm -hmm. what they're afraid of and what drives them when they do shit like this. That was it right there. But it was so, it was so quick. And, what, was, and what would you be willing to do to preserve that? Not the Constitution. Mm, not no, laws. No, no, no. Just not justice. Our thing. What would you be willing to do for our thing? And what we found out is they would do anything. anything. And, and everything. And and, and and so the years of story the years of stories now that have become so prevalent about police brutality and, and people dying at the hands of the police un, uh, unarmed too. You know, we're not talking about uh crimes being stopped. We're talking about just all out decisions being made by people to kill people of color. Man, I, to see how they were able to manipulate the system and have every officer in step. So easily. Yeah. So easily in step. And I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this because I'm emotional right now and there's nothing like show having a fucking podcast show when you no I am showing discipline. <laughs> there you go. I have My a podcast, nigga. and that's why it's a great time to be fucking emotional. I am not surprised. I'm hurt that my country wants me to act, and I'm going to use the word right when you have never protected me, like not not ever. You have protected oil. You have protected gold. You have protected money. You have protected white people. You have never protected me. Huh? Sure indeed. And the moment you want me to look into a lens and say, oh, 
I'm an American, and this is why I was talking to Jr. and I was talking to Hex the other day, and they want us to be right about, hey, we're Americans. You're right, but are we? We like, are if we like, control the narrative. That was the the, the topic. No, no, wasn't, and, the topic wasn't throwing. And, the, and the, I'm not the, shitting on y'all. The, what I'm trying to make the point yeah, of the slogan is that, out right. is that America <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, it's not no, the slogan. y'all are not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are not wrong. Can That's we not, live that? If you feel like right. I'm attacking you, understand. No, I'm no, not. no. What I'm saying is America doesn't designate us as Americans because. There are always these two Americas arguments that we have every fucking week about how something went down. Well, so let, me tell, let me tell you what happens. What really what happens is, and Irvin, I want you to chime in, but really what happens is this, the, the two American things are the African-American community strives to, to play the game. So we do that first. Let's play the game, go to college, get a good job, right? Have a family. Survive. To, so survive and thrive, right? Not not make it, but, but the hope is to thrive, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. And, you know, uh, but then there's the part where we realize the same things are transpiring, even though you're getting a new house, you're getting a new car. They, they're, not, they're not just snatching you out the house anymore. You know what I'm saying? They ain't killing you. But they're doing it in other in other facets. So what happens is it splits our it splits our united frustration because you're buying a house. So you you just got a new car. Your kid just got a scholarship. Life is so much different. So is you know, is there that much racism? Is there that much struggle? True. And so as you're it's a teeter totter, as you're going through some struggling mad as fuck, the next person is like, Hey man, I just got a promotion. We just me and the Hundreds bought a new car. We just put a new down payment on, blah, blah, blah. So that we don't we no longer are unitedly shitted on. And that's a mastermind plan they put together. And Divide the, and conquer? All day. And the week that that's why I'm celebrating we're going to the how we like, got where we are. Go the week I'm celebrating like five years. I'm, well, I'm sorry, three years into my house. There's a black woman that we put in the, in, in the group chat mm-hmm. who is in her apartment. And there are white dudes who are just taking over her apartment and the cops are pushing her out. Yes. To discuss it with them. <laughs> She's For saying these people time. have broken into her home. So I'm just saying. No, like, no. I know what you're saying and I know the facts that you are and putting let me out you, there. And here's the funny it's part. It's the hurtful part. And her shock. Her shock in this being um, um, that happening in modern day times. Right, it's because she's not catching. We're not. We're not constantly still exposed to this, and the way they keep changing, the way they go about doing it. Yeah. How the officers gonna come in and, and talk to the criminals in your living room to ask them, is this really their what, home or not? What, what's the address? What's the apartment number? <laughs> what's the apartment number, sir? Or take off. Yeah. I, I, my beef is that this is what 50, 60 years later, and we still going over and talking about. The same fucking shit. The same just happened. I mean, we, we, it's always how we're going to be able to empower ourselves to come together as a people so that we can move forward in this country, right? But we keep having to find a way to protect ourselves from the majority instead, instead right. of we protecting ourselves from some other outside threat to bring us all together as we, we've been having this conversation all this week about how 
if we were if everybody were considered Americans and we weren't white Americans or black Americans or Indian, whatever fucking type of compartmentalized American that you are that makes you different or separates us. Like Hex was just saying, the divide and conquer rule works Facts. effectively. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You've been watching it happen for generations over and over. We're, we're, we, we've come across, y'all been giving us, we've been giving crumbs. It's always, we'll mm -hmm. give you a little bit. Or we'll give you enough to make you feel like you're on the same level as us. Or when you get to our level, no, we're going to create some other shit so that we can feel like we're still exclusive. You know, there was just luxury at one point. Now there's ultra luxury. And now we're about to go to fucking Mars. You keep trying to move away from we, if we're Americans and you're moving away from us, you're moving away from America, right? I mean, I, would, I'm just asking if, if, if that's what you're trying to sell us, and we ask you the question, then I think but, that would be the case. But I think, they only they only sell us that when some bullshit goes down, and then we're ready to react. When some bullshit goes down, ready to react, all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're all Americans. We need to all be like this. It's like, well, where was that shit before this shit happened? And, and see, that's why it's always that's, reactionary. Yeah. That's my argument about us needing a media outlet that's going to consistently bring you this information. See, they, what they're going to do is try and take it from the point of they're trying to educate themselves. So, therefore, we become an Antifa, a militia. <laughs> they have to do that. You already know that. But see, what we have to do is take the time to constantly, already up front, say this is what they're about to do. If we preach it enough, let me steal it from the eight mile. Eminem sat up there and told Papa Doc, I know what you're about to say about me. So what did the crowd have to already know? Yeah. He just murdered you by saying, you're not about to name all these things. That is our approach. That, that should be our approach. We know what you're about to do. We know how you'll change the narrative. You know how you'll depict us how you want to. But as long as we if we have an outlet, a consistent outlet that allows that to be the narrative that gives us a real voice, even if it, for the moment it may feel like, well, that doesn't change anything. But again, we that it has to be. A, we have to have a, a uh, an agenda. Mm -hmm. And that agenda allows us to say we have a plan. Once we get step one done, don't you feel better about even a ch even thinking of step two? But the media outlet to be able to make sure our people are consistently aware of stuff without it coming off as though we're creating a, a Black Panther part two. Yeah. Because we already know how they're going to control what it is you, you look like you're trying to do versus they're never going to tell the people what you're doing. Come on. I remember, um, A, I remember actually signing up for the Black Panther Party like in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, also, there's a word in the 60s, well, there's a term in the 60s called false equivocation. And that is when America tries to feed us this bullshit. And don't get me wrong, like, I have a nice house. My friends have nice houses. You would think I lived the American dream. But the thing is, I remember my father. I remember my, my grandmother. I remember my grandmother telling me stories about slaves. You can't tell me that Hex is getting the right life because they are taking too long to bring him his own voting chance. Like, I know Hex. I know where he comes from. I know what he does. I, kn I knew his father. And his father was talking about being in Like, we actually sat down in his house one day and had a talk about his father being in Vietnam. 
and what it was like to be a black officer and a black officer in charge. Mm-hmm. That shit is hurtful. Not because it was back then, but because it's so similar to things that happen right now. The um, the thing that uh, the Hex was talking about earlier, we were talking about uh, divide and conquer with, uh, with it being so brilliant and how, you know, if you give this section a little bit more than this other section, then they'll start to fight each other. <clears throat> In the movie, the part that really struck me the most when Fred Hampton went to other ethnicities. Yeah. He went to other ethnicities and was like, it ain't because, you know, you're white, I'm black. Mm-hmm. It's because we're here as far as with the uh, society mm-hmm. and the people that are pressing us are up here. You could say the pigs. <clears throat> That's where, well, the pigs. No, and, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know the pigs in the total power structure, not just the actual people the, in the in the. It was the way they're being used. The way that the the cops were being used to separate, and Chicago being one of those places that is so racially separated. Separate, yeah, yeah, and then financially separated right. as well. Mm-hmm. Like. That divide and conquer. If I keep you thinking like, okay, you're not supposed to like you, or you're not supposed to like them because they look different. Yeah, we it's like we, y'all going through the same shit. We're going yes. through the same thing. Yeah. But don't like them because if you actually start to understand their struggle in their plight, now you have power. Then you're together, and then your focus changes to who's really fucking all y'all over. And a greater chance for change because power in numbers. Power because you can elect. With just the numbers, if all of you get together, oh shit! Now we have a plan for who's supposed to be in office next, right? Well, Don't see, we? that's why they talk about how look at Fox News, what they did with the, with the build a wall mess. See, they they need a boogeyman, the the the, the right that that is a part of the evilness of America. They need a boogeyman, and at all times they will they will market that boogeyman. To thrive, to and to energize their the the knucklehead or the lost, those who are not who are not awake, but they but they can be influenced, it, and it's working. Even the um even in the beginning of the movie when um the director I'm not gonna say his name, just FYI, mm-hmm. just like I don't say 45's name, I'm not gonna say this person's name, but just like the director had that speech in the beginning, he was talking about how much of a threat the Black Panther Party was. Mm-hmm. They have to demonize. They have to make it so that, okay, this person is the biggest threat in the world. It was like, well, motherfucker, a oh. month ago, you were telling me that so-and-so was the, the I, biggest I, threat I in the world. I want you to say his name. No. And, I'm, and, and I understand. You can say it. No, it, but it's, it's the thing that the head of the FBI saying that the Black Panther Party is more of a threat than the Chinese, than the Russians. Russians. Bruh. has to be the most chilling thing you to ever hear in your, your life. motherfucking yeah. life. Yeah. And I'm I'm just talking to our people. I understand there are other people who are going to listen, but I want you to understand when the FBI gets to target a 20 was he even 20? 19 a 19 year old black man because he has views that are about the sustaining of his own people. And you trump up a charge of $71 of ice cream to give him a two to five? But see, look, but keep it, Bruh, keep it real. 
You talk about 19, let's just say it's 1968. And let's just say that man who was in charge of the FBI was 73. He would have been born in 1895. I wanted to point out the fact that the the man who was relative to why those people did what they do, which is why I brought up even in it before we came on tonight. I said, that's why I'm still pissed about people talking about what we haven't accomplished because it's a it's a it's a knucklehead game where you don't understand that the rule setter is in charge of all the rules. I wanted to point out the fact that J. Edgar motherfucking Hoover was wearing fucking pantyhose while he was talking about this man being someone who was a derelict. That's what I want to point out. Facts. While you standing conservative in front of your whole country, motherfucker, you the one that's sitting here wearing sheep's clothing. Yeah. But that's nice. a, but see, but they've always had on the sheep's clothing. I and see, like that. the masses don't care. No, they don't. Because they're sheep. The sheep heard. They heard themselves. Yeah. They heard themselves. And then they created a system which gives, which, which, again, every bone we ever thrown from the time we, we talk about Hollywood shuffle. And Robert Townsend, there is a there is a plan put in place to depict us in such a way that affects us even when we're not responsible for for the behavior or or when we are. Yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Um. Uh. Real quick, uh, we're up on it. Um. I'm gonna get final thoughts. KG say he's good. I'm gonna get final thoughts from Irv, uh, and then we're up on a break. Uh. The facts. That we can watch a movie like this and have this much of a uh, a reaction, just let you know how good the movie was. It might not be a ten, but the movie is impactful enough to actually have us have a conversation in this way. Er, what's your final thoughts, man? You've been a little quiet, brother. What's your final thoughts? Yeah, I just it, it's striking to me the comparison of how black leaders that were trying to come together in the '60s, you know. Um, what was their fate, right? You know, a, a lot of them are not here today. Right. Make, makes you wonder if, right. if those guys were still alive, how much different would our country be? But it also makes me think about the fact that um, today, at this particular point in time, mm-hmm. the biggest threat from the FBI is supposed to be white oh, supremacists, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And how many white supremacist leaders are... On no, no longer here right. on the hit list have exactly. been taken out you know bullet from a whatever Domestic whatever way in, you know mm-hmm. now like former congressman David Duke no he, uh, he's good whatever, he's whatever, comfortable. whatever whatever you want to call it as as a white nationalist you are the number one threat to America you right. should be treated like an enemy like a threat you, you I don't really see uh, the country galvanizing behind fighting white nationalism At like all. they did against the uh, Fred Hamptons, the Martin Luther Kings, the Mountain Lexus. Because our America has seen no example of who that is. They haven't really seen that. See, when when they when you show the Klan do something wrong in a the movie, they see it as just the Klan. And as long as you're not in the Klan, that's not you. They, they, there's no there, there's even even us as even us as African American individuals we don't see a certain type of white dude and find ourselves in fear if, but but we should yeah if we, if you were really being real we should but 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 we don't but we're not we we, we just don't come that way I just yeah. want to say uh, we don't, you don't come out in the parking lot and go oh hold nah, on the white dude oh. in the trench coat does mean something to black people I think now and and now also now. and also I want to talk or about, in life in life but also we need to talk about 
so you demonize Edward Snowden. Oh, come on, man. We send him to Russia. The the con- we, we, no, no, I'm just, talking, I'm just talking about America's how white people are ridiculous. Like, this is dangerous. Yeah. Edward Snowden is telling the truth, and we have to have a problem. Like, we need to treat back off. He's trying to tell you they're listening to the stuff. He's yeah, telling you the secrets. Oh, listening, real quick. So now he's the bad guy. Yep, listening, real quick. Okay, so I know we might get into this a little tell bit. Tell it. But, um, Do it. So I was having a conversation with. Uh, with my daughter, with my yes. youngest, yes, and there was a news article on TV about the uh, the vaccine, the new vaccine, and so she asked us. She said, "Are we going to get the vaccine?" So my wife and I looked at each other, and we were like, "You know, in time, we are going to get it, but we just need a little bit more time. We need to do some more research, you know, what I'm saying, so we can feel comfortable in order to do it." And she was like, "Well, why?" I got 11 year old to ask why to everything. Why is the favorite bro. question. Everything. And I was like, well, I said, never in the history of America has the media or America itself or the government ever gave a damn about black people's health. Mm-hmm. And she said, it. what? I said, yeah, they've never cared about our health before like they do now. So that makes me a little uneasy and a little leery. I did use the word leery because she understands <laughs> that because she's a genius. Yeah. So <laughs> as I was saying this, Amazon, the other, I can't say it because I don't want to come on. Yeah, y'all know what it is. Then you talk to you ask it to do shit. Came on mm. and said I didn't get that. I said, bitch, <laughs> I wasn't talking, <laughs> I wasn't to, talking you. to you. God damn it! So just be mindful. I'm not. I'm just saying. I ain't saying, but I'm saying. I be careful and be mindful. Hey, we up on it. Uh, real quick before we go, uh, it was a quote by Mark Twain. Uh, racist motherfucker I hate him but he did have a good quote he said politicians and diapers should be changed regularly and both for the same reasons Hex give me one U D K
how is this God. not made by Hitman? Damn. So I, I'm serious. How is this not made by Hitman? So, for, first of all, uh, shout out to Hex for the alley uh, I, right. I appreciate it immensely. When I first put this joint on, the little the bop in the beginning, I was rocking my, you know. Yeah. When he got to the chorus, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it blew me, I bro. Like, oh, when he got bro. to the chorus, I was going nuts. I was like, this shit is fire, fire, bro. And it's weird because I was listening to um, shout out to Tylon. Yes, absolutely, Tylon, dope. Um, I was listening to on because I go through these R and B. Uh, like sinkholes. Oh yeah, it was awesome. on YouTube, and music was the main thing. And then I got to like "Still in Love" by New Edition, oh, and man. that led me to Bobby Brown and everything else. And I was just like, and oh. then this comes on, and I was like, "Yo, oh, I've been man. here for a week doing this. <laughs> like I've really been here for a week doing this." And it's like, wow. That's just dope. It's 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 hard to so I I understand me and KG had these conversations and you know he always reiterates to me that you know R and B is still in a really good place you know but it's, it's just I just miss the way that songs I feel so old when I say this shit but I just miss though. the way the songs made me feel back in the day man and I hate saying it because I feel old as hell yeah but right. I do man like them old like when a baby when a new baby remember a new baby face song come on. Come on, come now. on, man. Right, come on, man. dog. Hey, hey, I'm gonna watch y'all when Snow Allegra come on right now, and y'all start. Oh, okay. When the new I her mean, come on, and you yeah, her got it. Come on, yeah, her got it. I'm just saying, it's not. The damn is record. Come on. I had my wife listening to Summer Walker's Tiny Desk. Oh yeah, and come I was on. like, yeah, oh no, 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 it's it's still hit. Yeah, like, don't be wrong. I know what you mean. It's not get. It's not getting the radio. But which, we only got one baby face back then. No, now, but but now we're getting records hundred right. like snows. And I'm not saying like everybody is as dope as Babyface is so, only man. because he has put in so many years and right. been so many baby faces collectively for himself. So collectively, so many baby faces. Right. We made we made him <clears throat> the hundred people who tried to be him. Now it is no. We just get the hundred people. And that's not always iconic in the same way. Yeah. But we do get that much music. Like, we do get so much music. Yeah. And we listen to it, and we come up with it, and me and Easy listen to Budden a little bit, so we so we get, like, the sleepers and the other things. It's just like... And Joe went off last week, mm-hmm. and he started playing. So he was like, "Yo, I don't know why this shit ain't getting played right now." And this nigga's just playing, but getting crazy, but getting points. played where? No, no, no. Like it you, was stuff that go. hadn't really come out. Uh, See, that's some why of it just hadn't come out, and we were just like, "The internet is a monster." It is because it is a it is a it is an illusion of existence. If you if everybody can drop, then no one matters. Right, right, right. And that's what I'm saying. And it's such a huge fishing pole, a fishing bowl, fishbowl of of music that you got to go on this on this journey. Yes. And it used to be the job of the DJ, the they disc jockey, to. to tell you what was hot, not who paid them. I'm gonna put it out there. That's yeah. when that's the problem in the game right this minute. Yeah. Too many people worried about some dollars. They don't even care about music because they want they they want their income up, and they and they are they are being they are blocking opportunities for people 
That's real talk. They are blocking. They are not opening eyes. They are not opening ears. They are not creating opportunities. And the ones that they do, you know you're getting paid for it. So stop it. Yeah. And honestly, I want to add on to that just to say this. Um, because I, I don't want it to sound like an arrogant thing when I say I don't listen to terrestrial radio. I don't. and But it's because, like Heck was saying, People used to play like the mix shows and you got the new drop of who did this and who did that, who's dope. Yeah. And they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like they they give you what they've been paid to give you. Yeah, yeah. a DJ will play like in a mix show, like he would drop something in real quick and then you know what I'm saying, like during the whole mix he would drop in like a piece of song here, mm-hmm. go to something else, piece of song here, and then whichever one was fire in the club or people ask about that, oh, cool. They go to hit. There you go. Who's that? Yeah, and the DJ would tell you, I'll put you in the mix. Yeah. And if you, you pop off, you pop off. Yeah. And if you don't, you just fall to the wayside. Trying to do this, and I love doing this, you know, as far as finding, uh, trying to find music that's not really been heard of mm-hmm. a lot. People who need exposure for, you know, a little bit of exposure that we can give them. But like you said, man, it's like trying to find a needle in a stack of needles, man. It's like, it's, it's, it's. But- Painstaking, and one of the things that help, that's, that's that is that will be beneficial if more artists do it, and that's one thing I sent you the little clip. Mm-hmm. You know, the kid is eighteen now, but he was sixteen when he started. When he first started, he was on a little show featured here. He's from, he's, a, he's a DMV kid, he's a DC kid, and what happened is while they shouted him out and said this this is the type of kid that's going to bring R and B back, mm-hmm. and that's what we need. See somebody so now you you know how the the the, the the plastic part of the industry works. So when certain amount of kids hear, oh, while they said what? Yeah. That's going to, oh, okay, let me go check him out. Because he's already gotten somebody to co-sign for him. And this is the time when mm-hmm. Jacquees was coming out talking about, I'm the king of R&B. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm not yeah, shitting on him. Money. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, but I'm not no, shitting on him. No, you can go and shit on him. Bro. No, no, no. Because yeah, honestly, honestly Jacquees is actually dope. The yeah. problem is that he said something that everybody should feel. When you're doing your thing and you are trying to become the dude. Like, nobody shit on T.I. for saying, I'm the king of the South. Not, right, because that, that, because that meant nothing. It did. It did. <laughs> you know, it meant nothing. I'm the king of the South. You're like, all right, cool. Right. That, that's a cool yeah. nickname. We were still listening to Scarface when that happened. We didn't call Houston the South. We didn't. We don't. Real people don't call Houston the South. Okay, well, I'm not real people. No one's like, you know, I grew up in the South. You're like, where? Houston, Texas. <laughs> no, it what you is call, what you on a map. Easy? On a map, it is. But technically, asking, we know deep south. It's not. That's not. That's not Petey Pablo, North Carolina. That's not Outcast Atlanta. So we only need East Coast South. I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm asking. I'm asking. If you grew up in San Diego. At the tip of the, the tip of the California, as the border cuts across the, are we really gonna start getting technical as to the, and like the longitude? No, latitude? I'm not being funny. It's I said a, I'm, I'm not gonna call funny. San Diego South. I said I'm not being funny. I'm asking. It's the South with the we not, That's South. Yeah, yeah, South with F. With F. F. There you go. Houston is the South with the F. No, I, again, again. I, 
it's not. Again, I was only asking. I was only asking. I'm not being funny. Uh, I know Southern Texas. So, so was the South only like East Coast South? I'm not being funny. I'm asking we, the question. We normally do it by sl- by slave terms. That's how we normally. And how we and do I'm it. not being funny. And about that. I understand that. Slave terms. Like where were the yeah. slaves? Yeah. yeah, for the most part. What yeah. was the industry being manipulated? That's what we call this. No, I got you. you know? I got you. Because we don't gonna, really call Miami the South, but is there anything Southern? More is there anything technically on the map? South. Any Southern than, than Miami, Florida? No. no, but we don't really call that. Uh, Biloxi, right? That's Miami. Until uh, until uh, Luth came up with some shit, and we was like, uh, "That booty shake south shit." But so, I don't understand what you mean. Right. I'm, I'm I'm just asking. I'm so just asking. the the segment really wasn't supposed to go this far left about music, but I'm shout out to Tyler. Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Tyler, Tyler. So Talon. the uh, the the next segment mm-hmm. is gonna get a little bit more political. Uh, well. There have been <laughs> some. Uh, developments in the political hemisphere. A lot more political. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like actual. Some, uh, is, is, a, is a dude that I thought that we that we shook uh, <laughs> a couple months ago. I thought we shook him, but we didn't really. It's like, he like herpes. We just had a cruise with us. We just had a forty five flare up. We had a flare up. We had a forty five flare up. Mm-hmm. Um, Irv, take us through it real quick. It um, only happens two or three times a year, <laughs> that's and that's true. enough. That's right. So, so we, we still feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> so we've made our way through impeachment number two. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, the sequel. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> part do. Part do. Do do. Part do is but do do. Thank you. And <laughs> yet again, um, the culprit has made it from the scene of the crime scot free. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Charlie, this nigga, this nigga robbed us. Mm-hmm. Left out the house with the TV. It was like, hey, hey, on, on I camera. got your shit. Did it on camera. And on camera. <laughs> and the owner of the house is like, damn, I wonder where my TV went. And it has letterhead. <laughs> it's, it's preposterous what our uh, conservative, how far our conservative brothers and sisters have gone. To not have any accountability for this man, um, backbone, it's, accountability, bitch ass, what accessibility? Accessibility to the to the account. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. No, no, go on, go, go ahead. Go on, go on, so go on. now the, the the just to bring us up to speed. So we had the impeachment process. We had the Democratic leaders. They they made a pretty good case with nice visuals, a lot of detail, and. Um, no, go go a little more in depth on that. Nice visuals being the, of the, oh, entire the time you almost insurrection, got shot? the entire insurrection that occurred where our Capitol building was broken into and ravaged. Um, Cocktail you know. parties, as some <laughs> but, refer but to it. Our conservative brothers and sisters thought that uh, it was a procedural issue, and that since. 45 was already out of office that it was really no need for us to have any type of impeachment proceedings that it was just unconstitutional okay so let me get it straight so if i go to somebody's house and i kill him talk about it and then i leave the country mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good because i'm not there anymore i left i'm done i did it and now i'm out i'm, I'm not there anymore we're good right so they shouldn't come after me at all that's what i'm no, well, see what it is. What it would no, put it in proper terms. If you told someone else to go down to the house, which house to go ah. into, and what to do when you got there, that they would seem as though never happened. And I left though. I did that, and then I left. Right. I did that, right. and I was like, I'm yeah, out. You didn't go to the, you didn't go down to the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Which house? <laughs> you told them which house? 
what to do when you got there, and then you went you went on home. But I'm glad you said that because I was thinking Woody Allen. So let's continue. So then on top of the fact that the when man, you do something, you just move the fuck on. I yeah, think, the details never matter. <laughs> nah, just go to another country. You good. Hey, if you can get away with it, I mean, I guess that. <laughs> How? Okay, so I try, I try, I don't like bashing, well, I can't lie, I do. Um, I like bashing uh, stupidity. But when it keeps coming from the same side, bro, Mm -hmm. like when they keep going for this shit, it's like, how do we come together if they keep accepting that shit? Not if, because all Republicans aren't bad people. I I, I understand. That's true. The party is fucked up. That's Not true. all Republicans are bad people, but when y'all keep falling for the same shit, you kind of look at it and be like, "Motherfucker, what are you doing, bro?" Can we just call them the are they banana in the tailpipe uh, party? That's kind of long. Is yeah, it? it is kind of long. I don't see. See, see I see it totally different. I don't see them being duped at all. I see them as compliant. They're complicit. I agree. They are participants in this charade. And they have to have a the Muppets had the people up in the in the, in the audience. In the audience here. <laughs> That's who in the other Republicans are. Level, the people just, in the audience up on, uh, at at this concert at this opera, and that's who they are. The fools who have to exist. Somebody got to watch this. And they already know they're never going to raise their hand to ask a question. They're never going to change sides. Because they already they already know what happens if you change sides, yeah. which we talked with Ernie brought up again during the war uh, meeting we had this week. Is look what happened? Uh, hey, you, you gonna go against this? Yeah, you get censured. You about they to find censured. out what's gonna happen? You're they not gonna be invited c- to the cookout. They didn't censure David Duke. Oh, never. Why? They didn't censure David Duke, but they the one Republican, be. one of the Republican lawmakers who decided to stand up against Trump, they censured her. Mm-hmm. Come on, dog. What you, and, and what I say, what you gonna to do be about a it? Clan member, he's not a, he's not a, a total clan guy anymore. He just said, "Hey, I used to be a boss." Mm-hmm. Like he used to be a Crips and Jews. See, they use the but same. But now, thing. I just I'm here for America. It's the same premise they're using with the Trump scenario with the insurrection. He he doesn't go kill black folks. He tells, he riles up other people who may then decide to participate in acts against black folks. But why did they, they have decided, decided that is not a crime? If, if it was anybody else, you would be an accomplice to the crime. To, thank at you. The, any, at at the very least. Bro, if you do least. some shit and I'm in the back seat sleep and we ride down the you street and get pulled over, I'm going down for whatever it is All you day. did. Even if you can't pick me up after you did the shit, it would fuck. Yep. That's right. I don't care. The getaway driver gets in trouble. For robbing the bank with the bank robbers. But not anymore. I just want people to know, when you say, oh, the GOP is not about racism, but then when uh, David Duke decides to join a party, mm-hmm. <laughs> which one did he choose in the 80s? Did you did you see, Um, uh, it was uh, Tucker Carlson, oh. your, your boy. And when he was mm. getting on the Democratic Party because Don Lemon said that the Democratic Party didn't want white supremacists under their tent or flag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, the Democratic Party is the tent for everybody except for oh, white supremacists. And he said it like it was a fucked up thing for Don right. Lemon to say. Right. Bro, what are you doing? Like, here, like now the white supremacists are being oppressed. <laughs> They're not allowed to join anything. Yeah. They, even the blacks won't take them. Uh, when, when, is, when is the grievance going? Uh, 
y'all, y'all have been mad. Like, if, if I didn't know any better and I watched Fox News, I would think that all of y'all were black folks that were being oppressed <laughs> right. for so long because you got, you. when it, are you guys going to be happy? When it, Why is everything a source of grievance that in some way, shape, or form, your rights or your liberties are being taken away? Not just taken away, somebody may mention or yep. something may look like it's getting taken away yep. and you got an issue. I'm just like, what the fuck? It is it is the argument of like a, a, with the the notion of the abortion clinics. They have you you decide that you're gonna be mad that somebody else wants to use them. You're mad somebody else wants to do the thing you don't want to participate in. You know if you don't play golf, guess what? That's you don't find yourself at a golf course. <laughs> right. It, it just happens to be. Now you don't decide you're gonna be anti golf. Because people play golf, but that is that that that's how you know how, how broken the system is. Because you got a group of people fighting for things that actually impact their lives, and you got another group fighting so that you can't get your life better. Because they can't ask for better stuff because they control it all to begin with. Did anybody see? Uh did anybody see Dave Chappelle's redemption song? Oh yes, I did. <laughs> okay, Thank so, you. So real quick, mm-hmm. real quick. Hopefully. So, because when I first saw it, it was you know on. Uh, I, I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, he got a new comedy special." Mm-hmm. Shit was ten minutes. I was like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck?" I just got something to say. Oh, he just had something to say. That would there was no comedy. There was all philosophy and wisdom in that ten Not a single minutes. Yeah. And I love if he'd have done that shit for two hours, I would have been in heaven for yeah. two hours. When this motherfucker said. White people felt what black people have been feeling for 400 years for 30 minutes and rub shit on the walls oh, of the, the capital. I was like, bro, yes, thank you. It felt like, it felt like he was saying the shit that I wanted to say. I was so like, bad. I want people to hear the shit that mm-hmm. you're saying. I want to... The conversations we have on our own. The conversations we have on our own. He has the presence to say it on stage on a national level and poetically. Dave is... A God walking around among us, and on top of that, we're gonna get a show out of this. Did we ever think we'd see this when we saw? What was it? What was it? What was the movie with um with Martin when he was a jewel thief? What the fuck was the name of that? Uh, Blue Streak. Blue, Blue Streak. Did we ever think this was here when Blue Streak was when we saw him on Blue Streak? Nah, I didn't. I, nah. bro, I didn't know, bro. <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't know when he was had to look. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, what you doing, man? <laughs> hold up, <laughs> come on, man. I know you. You're like, hold up. Yeah, oh, man, I just didn't. I didn't know. Half and baked, half nutty baked professor. Oh, I'm the kind of brother, man. Oh, <laughs> Conspiracy man. brother. And here's the thing: mm-hmm. we're from DC, right? He did stand up at 16 here. And we had to get around the world with him to come back for us to understand, oh, we have a genius. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want us to feel like how great that is and how, not tragic, but just how crazy that is. Yeah. That we were here. Like, we knew. He didn't allow uh, what a lot of people do. He didn't allow the the idea of making money to compromise what he wanted to do and um a lot of people do that a lot of people will take the safe job yep. you know what i'm saying like they won't go out on that on that limb take that risk because they're afraid that they won't be able to get this steady money that's over here mm-hmm. and this motherfucker left a huge check yep. and was like i don't want to do what you want me to do for that money and i'm gonna go over here and he's still for a ba- for a grown man to say 
I don't like who's laughing at what I'm laughing about. Mm -hmm. I would rather, and not to mention that, also people that you have made into stars that are writers and things that go on to other shows. And it's like, oh, so you want me to do something with these white people that you're bringing into my closet. And you want me to just make this go. Catch them up to I'm speed now. Yeah. You can't be caught up to speed on no. things that you feel in your soul. There are, mm -hmm. There's nobody new who can do Clayton Bixby. Like you can't recreate that but and understand the, the how why it's so it's supposed to be yeah. funny. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just I, I'm I'm very uh, very thankful that I'm able to. I, I didn't get to really see Richard in his prime like coming mm -hmm. up i saw old stuff of him mm -hmm. i'm just grateful i was able to catch dave and be able to tell my kids like yeah i remember before the Chappelle show when it first came on right and to show them the brilliance of his work i'm just i'm really thankful that i was able to do and that. i want you to know like because i will get a record player at some point but i want you to know because you're a little bit younger than the rest of us yeah and the way i grew up like my parents actually like before they started going to church, every Sunday was play basketball. But before that, we're going to listen to some records. Mm -hmm. And it was either Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, Richard Pryor, or something along those Red lines. Red Fox. Red Fox mm -hmm. was one of them. But I remember this nigga's crazy <laughs> being a record that we played on Sundays. Richard Pryor literally is the focus of what made Dave Chappelle, everybody else, be who they are. Mm -hmm. The audacity to talk about yourself in a way like this was unheard of. Like, you're not telling somebody else's story. You're not telling a joke. You are making it funny about how your life was so fucked up. Mm -hmm. And he did that. Yep. And Dave Chappelle right now is on that level of, I'm not telling jokes no more. I'm just telling y'all secrets. I'm just telling y'all how we got here. Yeah. yeah. Um, the so truth is funny enough. It is. Fact. It'd be nice if we could have like, Dave Chappelle run for office so we can have somebody with some character and somebody doesn't have a price. Listen, so um, speaking of, of having people who are in power that's not being <coughs> bought and corrupted, um, the uh, for the next episode, I don't know if we're going to get into this, but the situation in Texas. Did y'all want to get into this next episode Absolutely. or can I go? No, we can go. You know? go, okay. go now. So, the situation in Texas, first of all, uh, prayers up for Texas for the entire state. Um, yeah. Prayers and, and blessings, and, and it's, it's a lot of shit going on in Texas. A lot of shit being exposed about what they weren't prepared for in Texas and the, the lack of leadership. For ice storms or snow that they just yes. and they have in felt Texas. this last The week. lack of leadership. I'm looking at you, Ted Cruz. Um, the ones who are stepping up, Bun B. Not Teddy. Tra um, oh, my God. Trey the Truth. I mean, they, they are literally yeah. going from neighborhood to neighborhood with pallets of food and water and supplies yeah. and going to people. I'm glad you said this. Where are you, know you what I'm saying? Where are you, CBS, ABC, NBC? I need to see that. Right. But at the same time, it's like all we see, and not to say that we shouldn't see this, 
But we see the lack of leadership with that one mayor that told his people basically go fuck off and fend for yourself. I forget his name. No, I know what you're talking about. I know you know what you're talking about. about. It, but I don't remember his name. And the lights going off on the mayor from Houston. Um, Joe, yeah. Austin. Joe, Joe Austin. Um, the same person who kept everybody out when of the, the floods came. When, it, when the floods came. Mm-hmm. What about him? What you doing? Oh, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I'm not telling you not doing nothing. I just want to know. He might be in Cabo with uh But this dude, keep, <laughs> exactly. he, he keep his cameras on for everything else. There you go. What you doing? Because I believe you're not doing anything if I don't see a camera on you doing it because that's your livelihood. Bun B and Trade the Truth are, they, they harken back to the film that we saw of the life of Fred Hampton. There you go. Being dedicated to the people beyond yourself. And then on the flip side of that, we see somebody who is dedicated only to himself, mm-hmm. which would be, what you call him? Flag Cruz. Flag Cruz. Cancun Cruz. Flag Cruz is hilarious. And that's the Flair very reason Cruz you're not seeing what Bun B and Trader Truth are doing being shown to the public. Yes. That's no, systematic in his wealth. Only we can see it. Like, we have to look to see it. That's and, my point. Right. But it's dope. This, see, the, the doing so is the same is as this movie. Right. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, doing, you doing so is the same as this movie. The minute you show folks giving and doing, and you can, and you're capable and able to give and do also, they are. That, when Hoover, when Hoover said they are the biggest threat, that's what they fear. Yeah. What if these fools get together, become self-sufficient, don't need us? They've already, they've endured what we put them through. Imagine if they had a leg up. That's the fear. So that's why you're not going to see us helping us, doing for us, because they are afraid. Hey, if that becomes contagious, that's a problem too. I agree with you. And I want to say one quick thing. If one more y'all quote what happened in the movie, y'all got to up y'all grades from eight to something else. (laughs) I want y'all to be able to be honest about the fact. Movie it's a little bit better. Movie That's all. That's all. That's all. Hey, uh, so uh, we got to 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. That's all right. All right. The Russian no, judges. The Russian I judges. I ain't shitting on you. Hey, whatever. I ain't shitting on you. I ain't shitting on you. The Cuban <laughs> judges changed his mind. <laughs> I have been paid off. I agree. Uh, um, <laughs> we are up on our last break. Uh, we got through uh, the political process of it without getting too worked up. But we were able to bring some quotes from the Fred Hampton movie. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, we are up on our last break. We're going to finish these drinks off be back strong yeah. Hex give me one U D K I arrived on the data for Hampton died the band seem like they're doing that fast they always seem like they always yeah. Well, did a fast joint. This is what it would sound like. 
I thought Tyron said like Mario. Yeah. 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 Was that too mellow? Y'all all right? I ain't gonna put y'all to sleep. Y'all good? No, that was Bruh. good. Uh, nigga. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> different, different directions? Yeah, man, right. yeah. You know, uh, so last week, um, well, not last week, but the last show, uh, I tried to play something that was a little more grungy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm trying to expand my... Okay. Musical right. Horizons. I saw this. Terrelisha was start over. You know, I was looking for unsigned rap, and I went down a rabbit hole, yeah. and then I heard this, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the, and I was playing it almost all week, and I was like, "Let me just play it on the pod, and see what the fellas think." I feel the '60s groove undertone. Yeah, I feel where it's going. Everyone you know? in this, in this room right now, has heard me going to my backlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit that I just go through. So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh." Shit! Yeah, how, how did I not know yeah. to go this way? Yeah, I enjoy it. I no, enjoy that shit dope. Um, real quick before we get with the uh, with the next segment, um, we were talking in the last segment about Texas, uh, with their situation, and prayers and thoughts with them. And can I just personally, respectfully, from the bottom of my heart, fucks no. Let me just. That's, just, that's just how I'm feeling. That's just how I'm feeling. Fuck snow. Let me tell y'all something. I've been there. I went, so I was taking my, uh, full transparency, mm-hmm. me and KG have uh, almost the same dog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like his yeah. is a little bit different than mine. He has a female. I got a male. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm taking, legs. I'm taking him out to go do his business. And there's a hill. And he likes the hill. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I'm taking him out and there's nothing but snow and with like a sheet of ice on top of it. And he's not aware of ice. He doesn't understand what ice does. Right. So I'm standing at the bottom of the hill and I'm trying to take him over to the grassy part. But you know dogs do what they want to do. Yeah. He's trying to go up the hill and this motherfucker is just doing the running man. Slide. And I'm just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just slide. And I'm just looking at him like, please, 
Please don't shit on this hill. Please don't try to shit on this hill. Please stop. Slide your behind on it. Oh my god, bro. So it's not fuck the snow, it's fuck the ice. No, it's fuck the ice and the snow. All of it. In totality, respectfully, as a unit. Yeah, yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. They be like, yo, I'm enamored, but I'm sliding my ass around. Like, nigga, just pee. Like, (laughs) it really only takes, like, y'all all came here, so you know. I scraped off everything. I tried to make sure the whole walk up and everything was good. You did a good job. This nigga wants to be, like, sliding around and trying to find and make a spot with her like little steps I'm like for real all I need you to do is, is take a piss yeah just go it's not that complicated another thing too by the way I'm sorry I'm, I'm running uh, fuck snow fuck ice and for you motherfuckers out there that only uh, scrape off like a portion of your window yeah. to drive yeah fuck you y'all can go to hell real quick hey terrible. man terrible fuck both of y'all <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that that's it was ice on my car and I had to be here <laughs> at the podcast. If we go outside right now, you'll see about a quarter of my window still got Damn ice on no, no, my problem is the folks that are out here driving like when it when it was when it's in the crucial part when it starts dropping. Oh man. We're out here driving like it's still dry. Oh my Son, god. It was bro. ice streets were iced. Oh my god. Can we talk about the people who don't really understand that it says, yo, the bridge, not not bridge, but the whole like little landing and everything else off the beltway. It's gonna freeze over yeah, first. That shit <laughs> freezes different. Like <laughs> it's a I need you to realize like they put that sign up for a reason. Yeah. I need you to slow the fuck down. It's not it's not a crazy. it's not a game. Texas has snow you know snow Saudi Arabia has snow? First of all, it's snowing in Saudi Arabia. Can we talk about the fact that Texas got more snow than us? Who? Texas got like 14 inches. Bro. We here in Maryland where we used to snow. Matter of fact, we've actually like paid for sand and salt to be around. Um, Yeah. Texas got like 14 inches. I don't don't want to take away from anything that's going on in Texas. I feel terrible that my brothers and sisters down there are experiencing this. Yeah, however, come. However. (laughs) However. It's going to be 70 degrees in Texas next week. Two days. 70 fucking degrees. So I can't feel but so bad. Now, if you're still out of power, without power down that joint, then, you know, I will Just uh, go outside and enjoy the 70 degree weather like What? Come on. <laughs> see, uh, this is the problem with y'all. Did you right see? Here, this is the problem with when it right starts now. to melt, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be wet. It's gonna be a lot of water. There was a video I saw of a um of a family and they had like water. Because right? Monday's gonna be hot. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. They had water and on. they had a alert, I guess, not to drink the water. And the family took the water, put in like a clear pot. Did you see this video? No. And there were like parasites. You could mm. see the motherfuckers mm. in the water, swimming bro, in swimming in that shit. I was like, bro. That's a whole different type of tragedy, bro. Infrastructure. You're not spending the money on the thing that's going to provide us quality long-term life. We we they chump all of that stuff off. It's the same as that FEMA situation. Good job, Brownie. 
<laughs> they knew they spent all that damn filling the money. Every year they're like, man, that levy ain't gonna break. Spend that money on whatever y'all want. Riverboats, golf tournaments, whatever you need, payoffs, whatever you need. And me and Hex had this conversation. We were talking about how Atlanta, it was the freezing ice storm. Ice storm. Three yeah, years ago. Laughing stocks. And it was like, TV. yo. Yeah. But at the same time, I had to equal it out in my head. And this is just me, and I'm not making it easy for them. But you, Atlanta, do you really want to always have the $14 million budget for having sand when you don't really get snow like that? Yeah, yeah. But is this climate change? But at the same time, climate change happens. And like, like Hex said, it's like, yeah, you never thought this was going to be a problem because there's a whole half of Texas that is on the national grid. And they're great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the problem is that, yeah, there's another half that's on the what's the, so the Texas what's, grid? It's just their the term grid. we use. <laughs> no, but what's the term we use when Texas always want to see? Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> they want to do their own thing. Now go on now. <laughs> you got, y'all got it, motherfuckers down there. Like we got some of that wall so money. They got a we have any wall grid. money to be able to? Oh man, <laughs> they, 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 imagine that is a secession <laughs> grid. <laughs> And y'all motherfuckers they dropped off all the extra wall so every pieces time. Had up yeah. over. <laughs> Since Biden cut everything off, this is what's left. Y'all can build a clubhouse with this shit. No. But other than that, Biden ain't cut it off. Y'all motherfuckers cut it off. Because y'all decided that we oh, the people. You ain't America. Well, exactly what I'm saying. The uh, fact we talking about the, the, you, the, the nation, the funds of can be used. Yeah, that were used for that. What Mexico was supposed to be invested that in punk ass wall, and, and that ain't fair to the people who live there. So I don't want you to think that we're making jokes. <laughs> no, about no, that. no, 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 no. But no, we no, are no, making no. jokes about the fact that your state has made a lot of jokes about, about you. Yeah, they're on they're, their way. Their leader, their leadership. Look at your governor. Yeah, man. You might want to think that, rethink that vote. Yeah, come man. on. That leadership that might be something for you to nah, keep on keep on riding up. with the no election, no electricity governor. Mm-hmm. Keep riding. No, I governor want you to keep added. riding that way. <laughs> blaming yeah, it on he's blaming it on with Ted Cruz. He's blaming it on windmills not working. Yeah, that's, what that was, was that about? Is, the, the, is it the windmills? Solar, man, solar yeah. panels. I heard that. He was trying to say that all the little backup plans were, that were supposed to be in place weren't coming through, and that's what messed it all up. And trying to say they had a larger percentage of the of the of the percentage of the of Dallas, especially that they actually had. So they were trying to say, yeah, if they're responsible for like 90% of, of all our power working, and they were like, that's not true. We were only supposed to cover like 30%. That's, mm-hmm. What are you talking about? I can tell you something. But he wanted somebody to blame. Every, yeah. every, every, every TV cowboy camera. player that I watch that does like video and everything else, them niggas was good. So I want to hear how they explain this. They, they got the back of the generator. No, they show some people who have power. Because they never would have bought generators. Like these are the guys who are like, oh, it's going to be warm here all the time. Like I'm going to be great. Some people weren't hurting because I saw a husband and wife couple who decided to buy food. And and this was they were in Houston and they had lights and, and and they had electricity, so somehow however the grid worked, there was a percentage of people who still did have power. Yeah. But again, South Houston is South Houston. 
Like you gotta remember, Texas is like a whole country. Back on South, yeah, South of Texas. <laughs> with the F O T H F. So it ain't really the South. 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 I'm sorry. Really S O F F. South. You got to drag with the second F. S O F F. South. I just hope that uh, I hope that the people and I don't ish, I don't wish ill on anybody at all, not at all. Not especially but that. I just hope that people use this as a teachable moment to understand that there are certain people who want to serve you in a time of crisis, mm-hmm. and there are certain people who don't really give a fuck about you. Yeah, in time they of just crisis. giving you lip service. Yep. And oh, if this over. don't do it, jumped off the boat. A pandemic, and I give you this: if. You're in a situation with the pandemic where you don't know nobody who's had it. You see it on TV. But like, oh, I can't be that bad. This shit right here, nigga. Mm-hmm. This shit right here, nigga. Hola. Oh, you got to, you got to go through this shit. If you ain't get, you did got you to go that, through this shit. Did you see people at the, the ice circles coming through the ceiling fans? What was that? Like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I was trying to be like, how was the water leaking that bad? And it's only going through the, the ports of electricity, more importantly. Because their pipes aren't insulated. Because, at all. because they have no infrastructure Shortcut at all that stuff. Like they never even think about Oh like we here We understand Oh it's winter time It's time to cut the pipe off mm-hmm. Nah Like that's, yeah, not their, that's not their life yeah. That's not their reality Like their their coats right Like So I have a north face right. <laughs> They got north they got no they, faces. They just got faces. Well, yes. They better, now they better get out there once again. Get out there and vote. Yes. They want some change. Pray get out there and vote. Prayers up. Um. Damn. Do we even get to the segment of the third? No, no, no. I'm about. I got to the snow and moon of my rant. My Ladies and gentlemen, I just want us to enjoy the fact that we are here. There's an NBA season happening. Yeah. yeah. And I want to bring up one thing. LeBron James just went to 35,000 points. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Jesus. It's only two people ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Carmelo yep. and the God. Yes, sir. But what's weird is that he's done all this, but... How old is LeBron right now? 36? 36? Yeah. By 38, he could actually be the scoring champion. Bro, he's just building something different, bro. Started at 18. I had to read read my way through this because Hex is a Lakers fan. I am a LeBron fan. So we merged in the Y'all middle forces, and, and, yeah, and, and became Thanos. Wonder Twins <laughs> and became Thanos for this shit. <laughs> so we had we had plenty of room no, on this absolutely, wagon. Absolutely, like he's always said, "Hey, it's room over here. Come on, Lake Show." It was never about that for me because I was always a Jordan fan. But again, we're old, so like we had a chance to go through all these machinations. But like we got here, and it's like, hold up, thirty five thousand. And the athletic had this article, and I paid for the athletic, so I have it. And I was like, oh. "Hold up!" They were like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that. Um, but for real, I was like, "Yo, so <laughs> you really stealing it, brother?" What's on the note? It's not the Atlantic. It's legit. It's, it's, it's the, the real it's one. The Pacific. It's not the <laughs> password has to come with it. <laughs> This is what it's like working with me. <laughs> anyway. um, but for real, I had to watch it. I was like, I was reading the article. I was like, hold up. 
he can pass Carl Malone like early next year. Mm-hmm. And then like the year after, he can pass Kareem. You think? Do you? I never thought anyone would be able to pass Kareem. Do you think he's trying to stay long enough to play with Bronny? I really think that he is so in shape that he would play into Bronny's second year. You think so? If he if, could. If he could. Like, I really think he's the guy who wants to just put it out of reach. So he's he's 36. I right? really think he can 30, play to a 40. He's 36, right? At 36, I don't know what age he was. You ever, like, taken a nap? Or like gone to sleep, I like with your you head at the take, wrong angle. I can tell you who had to take a cook in your neck. Yeah, you, you ever slept wrong? Yeah, I do. Hey, what age do we sleep my, wrong? When my does that neck start? Is still fucked up, right? When now. does that start sleeping wrong? Like when does that happen? Because he's thirty six and can still play 30, 38, 40 minutes a night, and you, get up the next day and be fine. And he's going to get more points right now because AD is out for yeah. a month. You said like, you slow down. When you slow down, when you was on the go and you was young, that was half of it. But he was already active too. He was playing ball, basketball, inside softball for dudes. You know what I'm saying? Flag football for some that I know. So they were still <laughs> they were still getting a little something in. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and trying to trying to be a part of something and still getting their sweat on versus just signing up at the gym. You know. And then all of a sudden, you know, fam comes in, kids come in. You sit down a little bit more. Sit out a little bit more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's when getting up starts hurting. Yeah. The first time you're like, ah, and that knee. I was like, man. You start, you start scheduling naps. Yeah, in this case, you know, he, he's been taking care of his body this entire time. Yeah. You know, a lot of people abuse their bodies or don't or take it for granted. You know, they you don't see him partying out late night. He ain't doing the James Harden. Put it there. Let's, let's, let's put it this <laughs> let's way. Let's be real. I don't think that James Harden, if he continues to do things <laughs> his way, would have the longevity that LeBron and his game have had doing things the way that he's done them. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So, real quick, we have a, uh, a treat. We have a special guest. Uh, UDK original, one of our brothers. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jay. To the all. Yeah. What's happening, baby? What's Man, good? It's good to be back. Yeah, yes, sir. It's good to be back. Um, <laughs> you ain't yeah. never been gone, really. Yeah, yeah I, I've been with you guys, you know, in um, in spirit. But um, okay. to, be, to be back around amongst my brothers is a great it's a great feeling. Yeah, man. And um, it's a kickoff. Let's let's let, let's go. Okay. So first thing. So real quick, we had a uh, we had a. Gr- I know we we're switching subjects. We were talking about basketball and mm-hmm. we were talking about snow and shit. I'm angry about. Uh, angry black man. Yes, I got I got it on for a minute. Uh, uh, the the movie Judas and the Black Messiah. What would you give it out of a ten? Out of a ten. Out of a ten. Ten being the greatest. I I, I would have to put it at an eight point five. Okay. And 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 the reason being, we got another one. We got another one. Yeah, yeah. And and the reason. <laughs> and that swings the vote. <laughs> the, dem, the Dems have it again. <laughs> I, I thought it was well put together. No work. I thought it was well put together, and I think um, it got right to the point. Um, it brought us to the facts. Um, it opened up, you know, uh, my eyesight into um, a topic that I thought I had, you know, a requisite background on. But to understand, and um, as I spoke to you earlier, Easy, mm-hmm. and I told you, it, the diversity of that movement um, is something that really is going to stick with me, and how they got to that point so quickly. 
and um, it, it, it got it got to the point um, without um, you know dragging. It, it got right to the point and got us into an, a mode. And um, for that, I give it an eight point five. Um, I would like to have seen more or maybe digest a little bit more, but they condensed it in enough um, of a form for me to understand. What did uh? How what were your feelings towards some of the like? What was your favorite performance in the movie? Was it uh, the Bill O'Neill character with uh, with Lakeith? Was it the Fred Hampton? Uh, was it the cop? I don't know. Was it whoever? Well, um, as we spoke in the break, um, it's I definitely think it's the Hampton character, and the the reason being is um, I understand that it was about the people. Mm-hmm. As we spoke about, it's, it wasn't a situation of any type of ego, any right. type of, um, you know, uh, violence, um, a violent, you know, nature. It was about the people, but it can be portrayed in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, again, when I talked about avoiding the snares of what they want us to believe, um, it, it that, that's where it became informative. So I would have to say the Hampton character was what really uh, mm. got me. Mm. I dig it. I dig it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate no, it. Um, real quick, I'm going to kick myself if I don't do this. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Carson Wentz trade? Go, real quick. I'm going to kick myself if I don't answer this. I'm going to Carson Wentz, man. I'm going to kick myself. I, I, hey, don't I, 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 I know. I know. I'm, look, I'm looking at Hex over there, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, 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 Hex, but uh, sometimes a change of scenery. I, I, I do believe Carson Wentz is the number one uh, quarterback um, in this in, in the NFL. Um, <laughs> I, I just I just believe there's been some injuries, some bad breaks. I think a change of scenery might help that guy out a little bit. Uh, you know, I, he's still one of uh, I would say I look at him as a number one, number one, not a number two. I think a change of scenery, change of atmosphere. Uh, he's getting with uh, the coach out there, uh, uh, Frank, we, Frank White. Frank White, yeah, who he's who he's familiar with. I think it's, don't don't write them off yet. Uh, don't write them off yet. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to go to my left. You, you <laughs> want to be it, it, All I it, all I would say is it makes perfect sense if you get everything lined up in a situation where the running game is working for them. They got a great line already. They already got a decent defense. They got you know what I'm saying they already they showed what they were doing last year. So. It's one of the, once again. It's gonna look like fool's gold. It's, it's, it's fool's gold to me. It's, it's gonna look good for a minute until you realize he is. He, but he, he's almost what they what they do like though. The yeah. the, the the Peyton Manning, <laughs> uh, Andrew Luck, athletic type. Is that is that yeah. you know yeah. you want to call that whatever? Yeah. So, but but unfortunately, you know. I don't think that's gonna work for him. You know <laughs> <laughs> gotta, 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 gotta give him something. Yeah. If I if I ain't know any better, I, I would think Hex wasn't a Carson Wentz fan at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't hate on him. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I thought he was over. I thought he was an underdog overachiever. Showed up, but he had weapons. See, that's what everybody's forgetting. That was healthy Deshaun Jackson. Them years when it was working, that's what he had. They had op, he had options. He had what's what's my man? Uh, um, Aguilar, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They they were they were doing some things. They were running the ball too, and the yeah. defense was pulling out. Oh, the tight ends so, was good. The tight ends, come on, yeah. well, you he, know. Okay, I get Zachary. Well, yeah, I get and he was showing off for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you had when you got when you got five options, you gonna look nice. 
Yeah. When they start chopping them options down, you got the reserve tight end comes in. But he has reserve wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton. He okay. has T.Y. Hilton out there. That need, I mean, that's they bring this it, guy it, back. That, yeah, that's a guy. Assassin. That's, that's a guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy. I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a better situation. The, the, unfortunately, the Philly situation was just poison once Doug Peterson benched him. It's ironic that both of them, both he and, and Peterson, are gone. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it was supposed to be an so, in, internal war between the two of them. That's the Houston Texans um, again. But I do think that the Indianapolis. Does give him a fresh start, like Jr. said. Yeah. It's he's in a quarterback-friendly system with a former quarterback Frank that Wright. will be able to understand and walk him through University of Maryland, bringing him, him bringing him to uh, the the best he can be in Frank's system. Mm-hmm. Um, I, athletically, you, the, the dude's he's a baller. Joe. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from him. He got a strong arm. He my my thing. It just seemed like he would try to make plays last too long. He was doing too much, holding on to the ball too long, trying to make the incredible, impossible play instead of what the right play was. Yeah. If Frank can get that out of him, he'll be fine. If you see a quarterback like um, like Aaron Rodgers, right? And I know everybody's not Aaron Rodgers. I get that. I'm not trying to you know compare and say that he should be like Aaron Rodgers. But when you see a quarterback like that who can take second-tier receivers – and mm-hmm. turn them into superstars. Yeah, you special. can't expect that from a Carson Wentz, and it's no detriment to him. No. It's just you can't add, you can't give him that huge contract with second tier players and ask him to do that and expect anything to happen other than what happened. I heard, it, I heard a guy yesterday on the radio on Sports Talk say, "When you saw them, you saw what t- uh, Tom Brady looked like just last year on the old on them Patriots. Mm-hmm. What did he look like? <laughs> Put him on that on that stealth squad out there in Tampa Bay." Well, Six people he can he can choose from like it's a video game, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he starts dealing. Shocker! Yeah, is that what happens? He it's, had too many so options talent, at the beginning matters. of the year. He had to figure it out. He had to whittle down mm-hmm. like his as far as his options. I mean, he was still trying to get it to people, but at the same time, he had to figure out his main focus of where he wanted to go and how they liked the ball because he just had too many options. But he and did it. it. But the there, 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 there are a lot of uh, quarterbacks who have those multiple weapons and cannot distribute it uh, properly and then they wind up uh, coming up a little short. Yeah. Um, and by, by year's end, I think his greatness showed that he was able to distribute it and to find out and keep people happy, keep people fed. And I think that's that's part of being great. Yeah, they do have quarterbacks that have too many weapons and they're not able to fulfill what they're supposed to do because they have too many weapons. I'm looking at you, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> look, it looks like Roethlisberger. <laughs> When, when he when he had they all of a sudden the whole Pittsburgh organization wanted to get cute when it came to paying the dudes who were really making who were putting the shine on. Fact. So you got a problem with Antonio Brown, he's gone. That's your, that's, Bell. He's Davion leading the league, Bell. and then you let Ben Bell go. So you let your two the two people who put the points on the board go when the games matter. Yeah, they, they look good when they was playing nobody. It was just a schedule situation yeah. when they was when they was winning at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when it came down to when games mattered, you saw what happened. Well, well, well with James Conner having an off year this year and their running game not being in tow, uh, as you go down the road, you you know, and it comes time to crunch time, playoff time, you get to the back end of the season, you got to have a running game. I don't care how tough your defense Facts. is, you got to be able to eat some clock up, and they weren't able to do that this year. And um, they were still trying to do that. We'll show you. Right. Hold on. The Steelers were eleven and zero at one point during the season. I mean, you're not gonna beating, tell me they they, they didn't have a, a, a good season. They didn't make it. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. But as far as having a good season for what they had, they had a fucking good season. Yeah. Well, well, it was, see, it was a fall. See, like, they, they had a catastrophic fall, like, like, like the North Turner, North Turner Redskins um, when they came out. 
since he came out the came out the box great, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you collapse. I mean, every Joker in here, if his team starts off, oh, no, no, no. we don't mean fandom wise. We just saying literally. It, yes, they were eleven and zero. But look what happened when they had to play somebody. They, they, they already. Every analyst has said they had no running game. This had, is, and you this, let this the best running back in the game who, go because you was pissing. Who did they lose their first game to? Do we really want to get into that right now? You get a little outgun right now. I don't know. Get that. <laughs> but I, I thought that's what he was setting up. I was trying to give him a shot. I was trying to throw it over. in the underhand. That was the case it looked like he was trying to make. Yeah, I was saying once. I said once they started to play some teams. The Washington football team. We know how real that team was. You know, they lost the eventual Super Bowl champion. For Tampa Bay, they would have won it all, right? Like, we was right there. We was right there. We were right there. Yeah, all, right, all right, JR, since I got you, <clears throat> if you could put Deshaun Watson on any team other than Houston, what would it be? And not yours, by the way. Not my team. And, 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 so, and not the Texans. So where's the best fit for him? Um, I would have to say, believe it or not, I, 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 San Francisco would be a good fit for him. You, I, I, you know, I wouldn't like to see that, obviously, but <laughs> um, just because they're in the conference. But um, I think that um, with him and Kittles and I think if he gets with, um, uh, you Shanahan. know, Shanahan, I believe that that would be a, a fit, a good fit for him um, within conference. Um uh, Denver seems to be um, desperate mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think they believe in what they have. Oh hell no! Um, so um, I that I think San Francisco would be a good fit for him. Irv, if it was one team other Chicago. than Chicago, Chicago don't have no quarterback legacy. Woo! I mean, the, 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 he could own Chicago. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. It's San Francisco. You got Montana history. Um, uh, what was Denver? You got the Elway, Elway. history. Yeah. Chicago, I got. Exactly. So you were saying Jim, Jim Harbaugh yeah, Jim and, 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 yeah. and McMahon. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Watson would light big, big, big stage for him. Big talent. He would light Chicago up. I think. I think Cam Newton in Chicago would be the move. I think Cam Newton in Chicago. Uh, I, think, uh, I don't think they want to. I'm serious as hard as You mean? 2011, Cam Newton. Again, you just you just saw what happened when Tom Brady ran that same squad. That we that we're now shocked that Cam didn't do any better with. So you think Cam Newton? I think he won one more game than Tom did with the same squad. You think you think Cam Newton on the Bears would make some noise? I think he can make some noise. I think they got a defense first of all, so they can stop somebody. (laughs) He creates he creates an offensive option. Cam is a likely candidate for the Bears, but not necessarily a good guy. Cohen's coming back healthy. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. You know what? I have to defer because I'm gonna tell you something. One of these pods we had not too long ago, Hex told me that the 76ers had the best uh, roster in the East. And I ain't want to hear that shit. I didn't want to hear it all. I was like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Who were you saying? The 76ers are killing. Sixers, not sexers. But who were you saying? I got you. I see what's going on. Mixing the Hex and the Sixers. We need to wrap this up. I got some stuff stuff to do. (laughs) But if if not the Sixers, who has the best roster in the East? Nets, the Nets. Yeah, from the front of the bench. I mean, from the from the first starter to the back of the bench. You think the Nets have the best roster? I'll in give you the best starting. No, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. the best not three the, jokers walking. Not in totality. On the East, yeah. on the East, I say the best roster. The second best roster, it would be Boston roster. 
Those would be my two. Yeah. I'm with I that. See that. Yeah. I can see that. They got ten. They can go ten deep. Yeah. Since Williams can shoot the three, since Williams can shoot the three, they they ten deep. Okay. And so I, I have to defer to X because he's the one to put me on to the seventy six sirs. And the underdog in Toronto. I like Chicago I, uh, with Thibodeau. I like what they're Thibodeau's in New no, York sorry. I'm sorry no, New York sorry. I'm sorry I like Levine First of all I like Levine I'm sorry I'm sorry I meant to say New York I'm sorry Oh yeah you like Thibodeau. New York with Thibodeau Yeah because I like what With Thibodeau coming in That defensive minded and, and it seems like Everybody seems now To be kind of organized And where they need to be I always wanted Derrick Rose To do well Randall's I've always baller. been a fan Of Derrick Rose I'm a Derrick Rose yeah. fan Yeah a, a, a small undersized Light skinned dude Yamming on motherfuckers I, I don't know Tenacious. I don't know What can you say about that <laughs> But now he's a vet, and that's what that's what they need to. Down a stretch of a game, they're gonna that's need a vet. That's you know what I'm saying? Randall's balling, the, the kid uh, Barrett's balling. You know, they got some Quickly's balling. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but it seems like they're uh, they're What's not the running man? around willy nilly anymore. Yeah, it seems like they, yeah, they, they, they have they have a general. They're focused and, and they're focused now, and, yeah. and that makes a big difference. Shout out to Anthony Edwards too, by the way. I just showed everybody. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Oh man, oh, gave up the incredible DB sevens. Do whatever that Toronto Raptor was. <laughs> <laughs> Done. He that Toronto Raptor went home to his wife. His wife was like, "What? What are you? What are you doing? Posterize. <laughs> Posterize. That's what it takes for two million to get dunked on." <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so we are up on it. Uh, this has been an amazing pod. This has been really fun. We need not to have these breaks. I mean, I understand last week, but let's not try to have another break next week because this was great, and I want to have one again next week. Um, uh, Hex, shout outs. Everybody listening, everybody paying attention, everybody who's been following us on Twitter, shout out to passing the word to somebody else. Yes. And uh, all we're trying to do is just have a conversation, again, entertain, enlighten, educate ourselves, educate you. Let's do it. Yes. Er, shout out. Hey, I want to shout out JR. I just want to tell the audience type of dude this guy is. Yes, so, sir. I walked in this evening and I complimented my man on the sweatshirt that he had. And he took the sweatshirt off his back and gave it to me, bro. I still, you know, I yes, don't even the words for it. I just want to say it. Anytime, anytime bro. Yeah. Uh, anytime. Anytime. Dude, to, to be that type of uh, guy to share himself, to be that selfless. Because <clears throat> I wouldn't have gave this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 you know I love you, though. Hey, hey, man, we brothers, man. That's what it is. JR, Established businessman he is. Hey, hey, shout out. I know you guys have been talking about the crisis that's going on in Texas, and I still want to keep those people in mind um you know and um we 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 here we take a lot of things probably for granted um but it, with covid we, we've come to realize you know some of the things that and you know some of the people we've lost that we can't take things for granted and tomorrow is not promised so i want to keep them you know at the forefront of my heart and um i'm just want to say i'm just thrilled to be back with my my guys yeah and and, and let's go down the road let's let's yeah. roll let's roll yeah mm-hmm. uh kg shout outs All right, so here's the thing. Oh boy. No, no, no. I don't mean no, shit on you, but no, this is true. <laughs> and that would that would and I'm not saying and I'm not saying that you're wrong. And right. that would be funny. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. Shawana Pete. Yes. Shout out. Shout out. The nurse who works so hard to make sure that people are safe from COVID, even though she's always exposed to COVID. Um, she's one of our people, one of our followers, one of the people who is in our Discord. Friend of the show. And yes, always understands that it's about the people. Yes. 
like we talked about Fred Hampton. It's about the people. And she is so dope. And on top of that, I want to add on um, JR. Yes. JR stepped in and came up. And I don't want no one to misunderstand. When you are trying to do a thing and you have a home to go back to and you have to put your heart on the line and say, hey, I want to do this thing and I know it could expose us to something. But the truth is, I have something I need to expose as well. And that being my heart, my soul to our blackness that goes on. You can't come over here and me not give you a spot Fact. to speak on Fact. who you are. So I love my, my brothers who come through and give their heart to us and to y'all to always know. This is what we do. Yes, sir. We fight for this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout outs. Uh, shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who has listened to this podcast. Anybody who thought about listening to this podcast. Bookmarked it. Said, am hey, listen to it later. Listen to it. Like, oh, shit. This shit is dope. And it sent it to somebody else. Said, listen to this. And that person said, oh, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. You. D. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she grew up in the deep end where the sharks be. I'm on a highway and I'm finna come through. She got me finna miss whatever it cost me. My little mommy's a fantasy come true. But you know the same though, they crown, they don't play around. But you know the same though, play. Ground, they don't play around In the light, let me see you In the light, if you're real in the light, let me see you In the light, if you're real Deep in the streets, she the culprit Blind to the warnings, trying to join forces Princess of them gangsters, so daddy drove Porsches Have you pushing daisies?